0: Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Amber Weaver, author of Femtype, a new book showcasing great work by women in the type industry. It's been published by People of Print, the platform for independent printmakers, and when I spoke to her last week, Amber had just got to the end of a hectic but very successful Kickstarter campaign that in the end raised over £10,000 for the book, which is more than double their initial target. In this conversation she lifts the lid on how she ran that campaign and she also explains why she wanted to create this all-female publication about type design and typography in the first place. She also usefully explains the difference between type design and typography which for someone like me uh, is very helpful because I don't always understand the details of that sort of thing. She is totally open and unpretentious about the whole thing so I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Amber Weaver, author of FemType. Amber, hey, thanks for coming over.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Uh, I'm very well, thank you, but I'm more interested to know how you are because you've just finished a series of very stressful things. Yes. (laughs) So so what, you moved office last week?
1: Um, Yes, and also finishing it this week as well. So it's been very, very stressful.
0: Okay, so an office move, but that's achieved now and done. Yes. and there's a small matter of making a book as well.
1: There is, yes. So um, we've literally just published. Well, it's in production now. Uh, femtype, so it's an all-female publication about uh, type design and typography.
0: Why? Why get why? into? Why okay. get into that subject?
1: Okay, so um, where Femtype? Uh, comes from is so I was at uh, uni and when I got set a project I'd go to the library and I'd look through all the books all the lovely design books and I naturally gravitated towards type books because I just loved type and everything related to it so over sort of my three-year course I just remember thinking in the back of my mind I was like the type projects that I was looking at which were amazing statistically a lot of them were by men and I just thought there must be ama- you know, amazing women out there doing exactly the the same thing. So from that insight, I was inspired to research um, other female type designers and typographers. And I just started building this list of um, not necessarily contacts, but sort of like references. And as I started building up this list and then I started working at People of Print, which was of massive influence as well because it's all print related. Um, I looked at this... Um, List and I thought I want to do something really cool and really, most importantly, really meaningful with it. Um, yeah, and I just thought people of print, I have this thing, so let's just turn it into this amazing book and create something that will inspire more women out there to um, have a career in in type.
0: And so you've ended up with over forty women from the type industry. Yeah, you've structured it into into um, essays type design and yep. typography. Mm-hmm. Now for a newbie like me, you're gonna to have to I mean, I get the essays bit, but yep. so what, what's the difference between the type design and the typography?
1: Okay, so the type design section is what you'd sort of see as the hardcore font design. Um, so that's all the different styles, all the different um, variables that you can see in a typeface um, and how it's built as well. And then the typography section is how you use type um, in like layout design, graphic design, illustration, the way um, you style a letter, for instance, um, to portray a certain personality. Or I didn't just want to do because I think both are really important because there's so I mean, I wish I could have included more forms like 3D type, uh, 3D sculpture and there's so many different areas of type that I now thinking back I think oh I could really include those but in the end I just chose three because I thought maybe it might be a bit too much and then I can go on and feature maybe do another book and it'll be about 3D type designers and all that sort of thing. Steady on so, hang on yeah, hang on you just got, you, got, you just
0: got one done. So you've you, you pulled all of these uh, these women's work together what has appeared to you as like any kind of overriding themes, has anything popped out that's maybe surprised you along the way?
1: um That's a really interesting question, and to answer it, um, there's not anything that's really come to light apart from starting up the Instagram, which has just f- hit four thousand followers yesterday. Woo! Um,
0: so <coughs> um, <laughs> that, that's like four thousand in like a month and a bit.
1: Yeah, month, month and a half. Um, so it's just amazing to see that all these amazing. There's women from all over the globe doing all these amazing things. Um, So I think the main thing that's been surprising, I mean, it doesn't really answer your question, but um, yeah, it's just amazing to find all these people in different places doing different, amazing different things. Um, So I wouldn't say there's a particular theme in terms of the work. Um, Possibly more uh, illustration is coming into it. Um,
0: Do you see any differences between the type of work that a man might do in this field, as opposed to a woman?
1: Um, do you know what from the work that I've featured and selected? I'd say no. They it doesn't. You can't really see um, a difference, really, because I've included quite a few different perspectives. So there's the hardcore type design, and then there's also like lettering, and then there's also like poster design, and all that, all those and from studios, from all sorts of um, areas. So I would say no. And
0: time. so when you were putting this together then, you know, you, you're obviously like raking your way through like tons and tons of work out there. What was the stuff that made you go, oh yeah, this has definitely got to be in the book?
1: Um, I'm very sort of attracted to quite bold impact um, sort of work. But also, um, so there's display type and then there's also like what you'd use for like copy and that sort of thing and it was just the ones that were just really stood out for me were obviously high quality that they were using type in an interesting way um whether it be turning it into a 3d or it's just to make it very visually interesting, the typefaces, again, I was attracted to the high-impact display typefaces. It, because a lot of it started from the list that I'd made, I already sort of had a pre-selection of people that I already knew to include. And then when I, from, my, from starting up the Instagram, I then found people that I'd be like, yes, I love their work. Um, and I just kept adding to this list and then, yeah, just start contacting them and that's how FemType was born.
0: And in the essays, so I'm, I'm presuming you didn't write all the essays yourself. No. So, so who were the people that you went to for essays and, and what kind of stuff were you hoping to get out of
1: them? So for the essay section, because, because for at uni, I also read some books that had typographic, not typographic essays, but essays about different type of perspectives. And I thought that was really interesting because it sort of turned into an academic sort of area um, so I read a lot of interesting essays. So that's what's something I really wanted to include. So we've got um, New York-based designer, Tian- I hope I say her name right, Tianmin Liao. She's um, from New York and we've included her bilingual um, case study. So it's about um, comparing Latin and Chinese um, languages and their typefaces. And if you can sort of achieve the same sort of... Um, personality because obviously there's so many different uh, characters in the Chinese um, sort of letter base so Um, and then you've also got Maria uh, Ramos so she extends her MA um, dissertation on typewriter typefaces and how they've influenced they've the typewriter itself has influenced um, typefaces today
0: Nice. That's, I like the, the sound of the typewriter thing. Mm-hmm. See, so for someone like me who is not a designer, typography can very quickly become quite confusing. Yeah is this a book that is written for people like me or is this something more for like the specialist who knows it inside out
1: no I'd say it's definitely for everyone so it's not really 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 technical um anyone could be able to read it and understand it and the so for the essays it's from it's written by the designers um so it's not written by myself um and so all the the projects. It's short, after that. It's sort of just explaining what the project is. It's not particularly opinion-based um, after that. After the essay section, um, it's just talking about what the project is and what year it was made and the sort of things that they've incorporated into it. So I'd say everyone would happily be able to read it. Um, there's no huge amount of jargon in it, but that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be able to be read by everyone.
0: Okay. So you've got your you've got your book. It being printed, printed at the moment like, as we speak yeah
1: Pro- uh, yeah production is is on its way
0: uh, whereabouts is it being printed
1: uh precision ltd which is um in, up in leeds which were amazing so they sponsored um part of this book because they wanted to get involved uh, in the project so i'm very thankful thankful you for, for them
0: nice so you, you've been up to leeds and seen the book on press
1: not not yes not yet but soon Okay soon.
0: all right yeah. so uh, but before all of that you had to get the thing funded and you managed to raise 10,166 pounds on Kickstarter congratulations
1: thank you thank you <laughs> I think our our target was 4,500 and we managed to get it to 10,166 yeah
0: that that's great that's fantastic I, I mean like for anyone who's run a Kickstarter i haven't run one personally i've been involved in a couple and i saw from that how stressful the whole process can be. How, how was it for you?
1: Um, it was definitely like uncharted ter- 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 territory. So um, I think the one thing that was the best, the best thing about it was having People of Print sort of mentor me in it. So obviously um, I partnered with them to publish it. So we did a Kickstarter through People of Print and I was just basically guided through the whole process about you know, when to give updates and obviously I took a while to actually create the page and all the information and what to include, all the rewards as well. So I collaborated with 36 Days of Type to create um, a poster with their top 12 female submissions that says 36 Days of Type. Um, And then there's also a pin badge that says Designers Rule, um, produced in the Pantone spot colour that's featured in the book. So... Um, that was from 2 they're called Two Girls and Co Um, and yeah they're just really I also um, admire them because they're really good role models in promoting um, inclusiveness in the design um, industry so definitely check them out
0: and in terms of the shape of the campaign you always hear this thing that for a Kickstarter campaign to, to work you need to get a good chunk in really early on like in the first few days so were were you like totally geared up to to trying to make sure that happened
1: yeah definitely that was that was definitely one of the the things that um people print advised me to do they were like get as much as you can in in the first couple of days um and then by day three we'd reached our target of four thousand (laughs) five hundred. so um yeah that was good um
0: but yeah but okay so come on so how do you do that how do you hit your target in three days
1: so i think what a really good piece of advice is, is I started up the Instagram about three weeks before, which I wish I'd started up maybe a little bit sooner. Um, So I sort of started building my own community to then say, look, I'm doing a book. So if you start to build that community first and you've got that solid and you've got these people following you and wanting to know what you want to do, what you're doing, sorry, um, then when the Kickstarter came through, they found out we were doing this book, so along with the people that we'd um, we'd partner so Moo, our our financial patron, um, and yeah, Wait, sorry,
0: Moo Mu, is a financial patron. What does that mean?
1: Of our so, of so they financially supported the Fem type uh, Kickstarter. Really. So, but yeah, so I started building this community and then that then allowed us to, and also the People of Print community as well. So by partnering with People of Print, I was then able to have access to their audience, which gave me another step up in, in that sort of way.
0: Yes. And so does that mean, does that moon money go straight into the Kickstarter at the beginning? Yes. Nice. Um, that yes. makes a, a lot of sense. Yes. Uh, we also, we ran a, a webinar a couple of weeks ago with... Uh, with Kickstarter and with um, Anxi magazine, yeah. so they've like used Kickstarter lots of times, and one of the things that came out of that is the the advice that actually it's a good idea to plan on taking a little break in the middle because it's so yeah. important to have lots coming in at the beginning and yeah. it's really important to finish strong. Yes. You can't hope to keep on going literally all out for a month.
1: Yeah, because I think, uh, so in the in the Kickstarter back end, you can it charts it out like a graph and you can see, so at the beginning it goes right up like that and then it will go like this and then at the end it, it goes up and also... Um, if you're sharing the same thing over and over and over again, people will get bored. And so it's good to sort of incorporate new, maybe like a new reward halfway through or just something fresh to keep people interested. Um, yeah, because otherwise it just gets a bit laborious, isn't it? So,
0: And I imagine that with your 40 women who you featured in the book, you could probably go out to them and say, could you help us to push this out to your yeah. followers and the people who, who know you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we sent, um, yeah, when we, when we put it up, we said to everyone, look, here, like, here it is. Um, if you can help us share as much as possible, then that would be great. Um, and yeah, some, some did. It was really good.
0: So we, we, I should say, we had initially intended to have this conversation while the Kickstarter campaign was still live. Mm, yes, <laughs> so that we would try and get some people to see that. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, as we said, you've been very busy, so we, we've, we've like, nudged it on. So the Kickstarter is now finished, but how do people actually get hold of the book?
1: So um, we've le- recently just uh, launched the, the new um, FemType website. So it's www.fem-type.com. Um, and you can pre-order the book at £27.50 and you can also get the pin which was also included in the Kickstarter but we've got some uh, still left over so you can get that as well and we've got the tote bag um, up there as well Um, So yeah, and then you can order it. And also we're offering a very exclusive uh, discount. Um, So it's fem 10. So F-E-M-M-E, the number 10. And you can get 10% discount off the book. And that lasts until the 6th of June.
0: Okay, so 6th of June, all right, we're going to get this podcast up definitely in the next week or so, so people will still have a bit of time to, to use that. Um, this is a project which is now starting to come to a close for you, so what's going to be next on the horizon?
1: Um, so, I'm not 100% sure, I think I'm definitely going to get the book out of the way and sort of close that project and start you know, getting it into different design shops and all that sort of thing. Um I'm not sure I think definitely definitely want to do some sort of book launch some sort of event that would be really cool Um, maybe bring out some more products this year um, type related Um, yeah and just keep growing this really great community of people um, that follow FemType and are just doing just connect people and just basically see where it goes it's very exciting
0: (laughs) nice okay well um, very good luck with that Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing this book when it comes out
1: cool all right thanks for having me
0: Okay, that's all for this week. I'd like to say thanks again to Amber for coming over and speaking to me. Remember that if this all sounds like something you want to dive into, you can pre-order your copy at fem-type.com and use the code femtype10 before the 6th of June to get 10% off the usual price you can of course find lots more conversations like this one in our podcast archives they don't normally come with discount codes but we do have loads of people speaking about why they work in print just search for stack magazines wherever you get your podcasts and you should find us in there and if you follow us while you're there we'll be able to deliver our future episodes to you as soon as they're ready thank you very much for listening to this one and we'll be back with another episode next week